Hello, everybody. Welcome back uh, to Capes and Japes. Don't uh, don't talk to us until we've had our podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a good mug, y'all. It's a good mug, and I need one. Um, so today we are. Sorry, I can't I can't figure out what I'm talking about because I haven't had my podcast. Um, today <laughs> this, we are here. We're trying to have our podcast. Yeah, we're doing our best. Um, so uh, the past couple weeks, we talked about um, Wonder Woman, uh, and then we talked about the very confusing history of Donna Troy. Um, and today we're going to talk about um, another Wonder Girl, not Donna Troy, who thankfully has a little bit more of a linear storyline. Um, it's still comic books. So, you know, there's still some bullshit, um, but, uh, for the most part, just normal comics book kind of bullshit and not, you know, living every version of yourself in every possible reality sort of bullshit. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have normal comics bullshit than, well, actually, that's not true. I am, <laughs> I am still into the idea of you remember every version of yourself and you are the only person on earth who does and you have to live with that responsibility. I mean, it is it is choice aesthetically. Um but um that is not the case um for our girl today, uh Cassie Sandsmark. Uh the second Wonder Girl. Or the third Wonder Girl if you count the original Wonder Girl as being teen Wonder Woman. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really know what they were doing with that. No, they really didn't. So the second Wonder Girl, really. Um, Cassie Sandsmark, uh, a great name, um, who goes by... I usually... She's in the same generation as uh, Cassandra Kane. Um, they don't interact that much, but like, there's enough overlap that it gets confusing. So normally, uh, Wonder Girl goes by Cassie, and, uh, Batgirl goes by Cass. Um, and there's also a gal who's on Young Justice, whose name is, uh, Sissy, like, C-I-S-S-I-E, which is one letter off from Cassie. <laughs> so it's just like, y'all, please, please I mean, get your lives in order. There's only so many names. There, that's true, and there's a lot of superheroes. Um... But, uh, Cassie, uh, Cassie Sandsmark, uh, is introduced in 1996 in Wonder Woman, um, and she, uh, her mother is an archaeologist, um, her name is, uh, Helena Sandsmark, which is also a great name, um, her mother is, uh, a student of one of, uh, Diana's friends. Um, cause Diana, like, just, like, hangs around with these, like, cool lady archaeologists, cause, like, that's the kind of stuff that Wonder Woman is about, is just, uh, women supporting each other and also doing archaeology. Hell yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's during a time, I think, when, um, sort of, like, in the, in the, the, the DCEU, the, the Justice League movie verse, when, uh, Diana is kind of uh 
doing a secret identity thing as like an archaeologist. Um, but so her, uh, their, uh, their mutual friend, uh, gets Wonder Woman the job working with Cassie's mom. Um, it does not last very long before Wonder Woman is like, by the way, I am Wonder Woman. <laughs> Quick heads up. Um, and, uh, Cassie thinks that this rules. Um, I mean, who as, wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Um, cool, fun teen, Cassie Sandsmark. Um, as, uh, as a point of order, um, I think for our cover image, we have, like, one of the, like, the red shirt and the jeans, Cassie. Or, like, one of the, one of the more well-known, like, outfits. Um, in her original appearance, like, Cassie's, like, a, like, a tiny teen, like, 90s butch. And she's got, like, super short blonde hair and, like, a cool, like, denim vest and, like, shorts. And she looks rad as hell. Hey, comics? Hey, comics? Why didn't um, we keep that? Why didn't we keep that? It's like, um, we'll, like, we'll get to it as we go on, but it's like, it starts out, like, cool, fun, teen, tomboy, and then when she's on Young Justice, it's, like, a little more, like, she's got, like, the little pigtails and the goggles and, like, kind of the, you know, now she has, like, an actual, like, superhero uniform, and then, like, as, you know... They move, like, into the 2000s, she, like, grows her hair out, and she's got, like, the crop top, and it's like, oh, come on! No! I mean, to be fair, I think we did pick one where she's got, like, the black Wonder Woman crop top and the red pants. Yeah. I think think that's our title image for this one. Which, y'all, if you're not checking out our social media, you're missing out on some choice images when we release. Yeah, they're, um, they're excellent. Um... But so, um, so, uh, Cassie loves Wonder Woman, uh, really looks up, uh, to Donna also to the point where, um, at, uh, a few, I think early on in Young Justice, she's, like, wears, like, a black wig so she can, like, look more like, like Donna and, and Diana. Um, I'm so glad that she's cosplaying her Wonder Woman OC. Just cosplaying. She's just a cosplay superhero. Um, and so she's, uh, she's hanging, palling around with Diana while Diana's kind of working with her mother. Um, and is present when, uh, at a couple points when Diana gets into a fight, um, goes like, oh shit, I gotta help Wonder Woman. Um, Steals some, uh, some Amazonian, like, artifacts that Diana had, um, puts them on, doesn't know what to do, and is like, Wonder Woman, I'm here to help you fight the crime! (laughs) And Diana's like, uh, hold on one second. And Cassie's mom is like, yeah, extremely hold on one second. Um, absolutely not. Um... (laughs) But, uh, it's too late. Nothing can be done. Um, Cassie is, is determined, uh, to be a superhero, just like Wonder Woman, who she loves so much. I was really worried that you were gonna say, like, it's too late, and whatever artifact she stole has bonded itself to her, and... 
No, uh, that is that is not how this happens. Oh, good. Um, She's just a a teen that just really wants to help fight crime, and nobody can tell her otherwise. Yeah, no, it's surprisingly like a lot of this backstory stuff is like pretty surprisingly chill. Um, her mom stays alive for like her entire like history pre New Fifty Two at least. I don't. I think she's alive in New Fifty Two also. Um, which, like, she gets kidnapped a couple times, but, like, she's alive for the whole thing, which is, like, very impressive. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, what happens is, after she, she does this, uh, it catches the attention of Zeus. Um, and this happens because, uh, although Cassie doesn't know this at the time, I don't think her mom actually realizes it, um, but, uh, Zeus is actually Cassie's father, is the thing. Um. Yeah? So. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah, right? I guess. Um, we're, we're he, getting all, we're getting all Percy Jackson in here, huh? It's very Percy Jackson, is the thing about it. He came, um, he came... He, you know, he's Zeus. He, he was on Earth. He was disguised as, you know, not a god, as just a guy. Um, and he uh, had a, a a tryst with Helena at an archaeological dig. Um, and she had this child. Um, so uh, nothing really unusual happens for most of her life. And even when this happens, she like doesn't realize it uh, at first. But uh, Zeus. Uh, offers to grant her her fondest wish, which is to have superpowers like Wonder Woman's so that she can also be a super cool superhero. Um, and Zeus says, absolutely, done. And then he's like, wait, also, <laughs> your mom is standing right behind you glaring at me. So he also does, he goes, uh, okay, but... Your mom has the ability to take those superpowers away whenever she wants. Not permanently. <laughs> she can restore them, but she can <laughs> temporarily take your superpowers away. Which seems like it would, like... It seems like a setup for things to come into play, like, more than it does. It doesn't happen very often, and, like, never really at, like, an extremely crucial moment. Um, no more superpowers until you finish your homework, Cassie. But yeah, mom, um, <laughs> um, gotta go fight with Diana. <laughs> um, but uh, she, so Zeus just goes like, "Boop, done," and now she has uh the same suite of powers that Diana and Donna and other Amazons have. So she's like, you know super strong, very fast, uh, almost invulnerable. Um, she's, you know, she can fly, uh, all, all of those, all of those good things, all of those good things that, uh, that our, our friends, the Amazons do. Um, so she, uh, she helps out Diana, uh, for a while, uh, and then eventually she gets, uh, recruited by the recently formed Young Justice. Um, she's like the second 
part of like the second group of people who like join Young Justice. Um, because the original Young Justice is literally just Tim and Bart and Connor, and um, mostly they just kind of goof around and don't do a whole lot of like justice things. Um, but then they're like, okay, we're gonna get serious. Um, we need to hire a bunch of girls because none of us are getting anything done. Um, <laughs> oh no, we need some competent women. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on one second. We need the, the, the McElroy rule of finding competent women to solve our problems. Um, so she becomes, um, along with, uh, Tim and Bart and Connor, um, part of, like, you know, kind of the, the central, uh, group of this generation uh of teens and she um she has a crush on connor immediately um i mean is this is this 90s connor yeah it's 90s connor extremely fair (laughs) so who wouldn't um and she and connor also become kind of like the the central you know a heterosexual romance of this generation the way that uh like Dick and Cory were sort of on in New Teen Titans, um, but Dick and Cory are way better. Um, I have nothing against. I love Cassie and I love Con. Um, nothing about them together is especially appealing to me, but it's fine. You know, it's fine. They're teens. You know how these teens are. Um, just dating people because they're there. You know, just the just universal teen experience. Uh, maybe neither of us would know hey if you're a teen leave us a comment if you're a teen and you dated when you were a teen let us know if if you never dated when you were a teen also let us know because same hat same hat man um so um so she uh she joins young justice um she is uh for most of her time in Young Justice and then later on the Teen Titans, uh, kind of the unofficial uh, second-in-command uh, after Tim. And at a couple points, uh, actually at the end of Young Justice, they, uh, not at the end, but like later on in Young Justice, they have a vote um, and they vote to have Kathy take over leadership of the team um, instead of Tim. <laughs> because they're mad at him um so she's um she spends um she spends most of her young justice time um a a lot of the young justice kids are like relatively new to super heroics um but she's definitely like still kind of getting a handle on uh on her powers and you know how what she wants to be as a superhero um so she's kind of you know she's hanging out with the teens um fighting crime doing doing teen stuff um she also uh she so when young justice is over her and tim and uh bart and connor along with uh cory and gar and vic and raven um form uh the the next the third iteration of the teen titans um and while this is going on um 
she uh she starts getting like all, all this uh these kind of you know these visits and like omens and stuff uh from Ares. You know Ares the god of war. Oh yeah. Um, you know Ares. Yeah, and he uh he's like, "Hey, Cassie, I want you to be uh my champion." And Cassie's like, "I don't I'm not like really into that because you know the Amazons all hate you and you're kind of like <laughs> their enemy." Um, and he's like, yeah, I know, but listen, I think you'd be really good at it. Here's a very good lasso, um, like Wonder Woman has, uh, and also that Donna has, but this one just, uh, like shoots lightning out of it. <laughs> and Cassie's like, well, that is pretty good. <laughs> um, I will take it. Um, and that's something I've always thought was like kind of interesting, uh, is that, uh, Diana has a, you know, Diana has her famous truth lasso. Um, Donna has used that. Donna has also, at a couple points, had a uh, a lasso of persuasion um, where you can, if, you know, if somebody's touching it, you can convince them to, to do what you want them to do. Well, I don't um, like that one. No, it's not. I mean, it's Donna, so, like... I mean... Yeah, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine, but no, it's not very good that it exists. <laughs> um, I think the the thing about it is, it's like, oh, you're like your will has to be stronger than their will, and Donna's like, well, I'm very determined. Um, <laughs> but uh, Cassie's just shoots lightning at people, um, which is is very is is interesting to me. Um, I think part of it is kind of has to do with the fact that, uh, Donna, it, in most of Donna's origins, she has, like, some connection to the Amazons. Most of Donna's many origins, it's like, oh, Diana, like, took her back to Themyscira to, like, raise her, or, like, oh, she was, like, you know, she was born on Themyscira because she was created as, like, a clone of Diana or whatever. Um, so whack. Oh, Donna, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) But Cassie has, you know, like, she used these, like, Amazonian relics, and obviously she's, like, you know, um, she's trained by Diana, and then later on she's also trained by uh, Artemis, who's another Amazon. Um, But she, like, she doesn't super have, like, the same connection to you know, the Amazons and the Amazon way of life. Um, and it's kind of, uh, it's, it's sort of a, a thing that kind of like pulls her in different directions. It's cause like she has occasionally asked to like choose loyalties between like, you know, her team and like the Amazons that she's like, sort of like supposed to be aligned with. Um, and I think it's also, I think that makes it kind of more interesting that a lot of what she does is, uh, is more inclined towards just being, like, you know, uh, a physical powerhouse and less of, uh, you know, a negotiator the way that, uh, Diana and Donna are. And also a lot of that has to think, I, has to do, I think, obviously with the fact that she is much younger, um, and less experienced. Um, 
But I think it's interesting, and I think it's interesting in that note that she's, like, more connected with Ares, and she gets this fucking sweet lightning lasso. Um, I mean, yeah. Light- yeah. Lightning good. Lightning is, is a pretty uh, cool and sweet thing. Especially um, if to... your dad is Zeus. Very thematic. It is It is good and, and thematic. Um, so she... Uh, she deals with uh later on in Teen Titans. Um she's she starts she starts dating Connor after they've, you know, been teen flirting for however many years. Um she uh she starts dealing with uh her powers getting kinda wacky. Um and it's uh it's kind of like, you know, fluctuating and she doesn't know what's going on and Ares shows up again and is like oh uh so Zeus is uh deciding uh to Zeus is like heading back to Olympus and he is taking your powers away um I can give you even cooler better powers if you agree to be my champion and also you accept me as your brother which I am because we're both Zeus's kids, um, <laughs> and gods are whack, um, but, uh, she, she's like, okay, f- fine, okay, fine, um, so she gets, uh, Ares powers, which are, like, seemingly approximately, like, the same sort of level, um, he also, he eventually, uh, decides he uh he wants another champion who I think is his son. I can't remember his name, it doesn't matter. He like and Cassie has to fight him and she loses. Um but it turns out that she doesn't need Ares powers because she awakens her own innate powers and it was in her all along and like, you know, that 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 whole thing. Oh, um good. I'm so glad that she, she didn't she never needed the feather to fly. <laughs> she's done though. um which um i love her thanks um and then we get into some bullshit um so in uh in what is this infinite crisis um one of those one yeah you know it's tough yeah it's the mid 2000s infinite crisis um, uh, Connor dies, uh, very, pretty, pretty famously, uh, because it lasts for a decent while. I mean, maybe it just feels like it to me, because I was, like, reading comics at this time. Um, it lasts for a good long while, and everybody talks about it constantly. Um, Tim doesn't shut up about it, but we've, uh, we've mentioned Tim before. Um... Cassie is. <laughs> I just, but we've mentioned Tim before, and you know how he doesn't shut up about it, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, at all. Um, Cassie also doesn't deal with it. Uh, super great. Um, at one point she uh she joins this like internet cult. This like internet I was Kryptonian going to guess cult. cult. 
Yeah, the, yeah, you got it. It's a cult. Um, she joins a cult. She joins a cult that sort of like worships Kryptonian culture. Um, That's weird. Yeah, for sure. With the intent of uh, bringing Connor back to life. The, um, wait, she that's her intent or that's the cult's intent? I think it's the cult's intent. Um, Did Tim start this cult? <laughs> Tim started the cult. It's a two-person cult. <laughs> it's just Tim and Cassie, and they're trying to get Connor back. Yeah, and they're they're doing their best. Um, Cassie joins a cult. She sets up like an altar in Titan's Tower to her cult. Um, they try to uh, they try to resurrect Sue Dibney as a test run. I don't know why they <laughs> just like another like recently dead person um but uh she um so this is sort of the start of like a lot of cassie's storyline just being like about how upset she is that connor's dead and how much she wants to do something about that which is like valid obviously it's valid if like someone you care about very much dies you're going to be very upset about it um, but it is also a bummer, um, to have a female character just be, like, extremely preoccupied with her dead boyfriend. Which, like, yeah. I, like I, she's I feel, alive. I feel like it balances out, though, because Tim is also extremely Tim upset. Tim is also there. Here's the thing, is that Cassie does this whole cult thing, and she does a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then later on, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, but, like, at one point she goes, like into i think it's underneath the tower that tim's doing this she discovers that tim has been spending months and months and months not sleeping trying to clone connor back to life and she's like okay buddy hey um i know that i was acting really uh whack before but uh this is a lot um and then they do kiss um which is wild um, and they sort of have, like, weird sexual tension for a while, and then Cassie's eventually like, yeah, I think I was just kind of, like, mostly upset about Connor and not actually <laughs> interested in you. Um, and Tim's like, I don't know what my emotions are doing literally on any given day. But, you <laughs> know, probably same. Probably same. I'm, uh, hi, I'm mid-2000s Tim Drake, and I'm a wreck of a human. <laughs> Um, so she, uh, she does eventually, um, she talks to Donna and Diana about it. This is also, um, after Infinite Crisis is the part where, like, Diana, like, kind of takes a leave of absence, and then Donna's Wonder Woman, um, and Cassie's upset because, uh, Diana just sort of, like, left without really telling her, um, but, uh, she, uh, she ends up, uh, leading the Teen Titans um, after Tim, after uh, Bruce quote-unquote dies um, while, um, well, understandably, while everything is going on in Gotham and now uh, Dick's Batman and Damien's Robin and Tim's like going on a quest to prove that Bruce isn't really dead and Jason's also pretending to be Batman for a little bit and then he tries to kill Dick. Um, so Tim has to go deal with all that. Um, 
So, uh, it's so good that he could get his mind off of Connor being dead by trying to prove that Bruce isn't dead. I yeah, really, it's it's great. It's really it's good for him. He's doing so and good. He's doing excellent. His brain <laughs> is top notch. Okay. <laughs> Tim Drake's extremely neurotypical brain is doing super good. Um, sorry, we started talking about Tim again. Um, don't we always? Don't we always? It doesn't every road lead back to Tim Drake. Um, so Cassie, like, takes over the Titans, officially. Um, and struggles with it a lot. Um, mostly because it's, like, the mid-late 2000s and people are fucking dying willy-nilly. Um, so, like, uh... A couple, some like one or two members die, and she's like really upset about it. And then like Gar comes in, and Gar's like, "I should take over the Titans." And Cassie's like, "No, I got it." Um, so there's uh there's a lot of that to deal with. Um, but she uh Connor does come back, so that's that's cool. Um, Connor comes back, and he's like hiding out at uh at uh Martha Kent's farmhouse. Um, and she gets to meet up with him, and they smooch, and then she's like, oh, also, I, I, I kind of dated Tim, sort of, for a little bit, and Connor's like, I mean, that, I was dead, so, like, it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I died. Like, yeah, dog, I was dead, like, congrats for not, um, just not doing anything. Yeah, it's, it's it's cool. Um, so, and, yeah, and then they, they do, uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, then it's mostly just Titan stuff. Um, she does have, uh, she does show up in the new 52 Titans, um, where things are, one thing I do like is that, um, new 52 Cassie is, like, uh, her mom's an archaeologist. Um, and Cassie's, like, uh, an infamous, like, thief who's, like, robbing museums while her mom is, like, recovering artifacts. A beautiful Um, cycle. Yeah, and then, obviously, uh, she, you know, finds this, uh, mysterious, uh, spooky, haunted Trigon armor that she puts on and it gives her superpowers, but, like, you need to, like, you know work really hard or else the armor's gonna, you know, take over your mind, because, you know, you know how these things work. Oh, yeah. How these things always are. Um, that part of it's good. Um, the rest, I mean, everyone on New 52 Titans was just sort of kind of, like, oh, like, like, cool and edgy and, like, angry and, and, and sexy and hip and mysterious and none of them like each other. Um... So that most most of New Fifty Two Titans was a bummer, and like she also she has like this weird like uh thing with like a another like criminal dude who she's like you know making out with and all these like archaeological digs, um, but it's uh ugh, it's fine. Um, she uh has not shown up in Rebirth yet, um, which is true for. A lot of people from this generation. Well, um, actually, 
Yes, no, that's that's true. You just read this. Um, I was about to say the one appearance that she <laughs> and Connor have made so far is uh, there are future versions of them um, who come to take future Tim Drake back to their future. Uh, in because Super they're Sons like, of- hey, Tim's not doing great. Tim is doing not so hot right now. Um, so there's an, an older grown-up Cassie who's like Wonder Woman and Connor Superboy and Bart's the Flash. Um, Bart has come back now. He hasn't done anything, but he is definitely back. Oh, so good. I'm holding out hope for the other two. Um, I mean, there is like one line in Super Sons of Tomorrow, which I only know this because I read it last night, otherwise I probably would have forgotten. But um, when Con- like future Connor talks to present Superman, he's like, you haven't met me yet. So, like, yeah. Like, anyway, please, please, please. Somebody John, once, go to somebody space. once told me that with alternate universes and time travel, the less you say is the better. And Superman's <laughs> like, "Yep, that sounds like good advice. Definitely something <laughs> I would say." Uh, John, go to space and bring bring yourself back a new brother. <laughs> Find Connor in space, John. I believe in him. He can do it. I believe. I believe in him. Um, so, um, yeah. So, so hopefully, Cassie. Maybe I think it would, I, the the hard thing about these kids now is that like there's a Teen Titans team that's like slightly younger than like Tim and his cohort are. Um, with, well, I mean, there's still like older people on it, but, you know, it's, like, Damien, um, Wallace, because <laughs> we have to distinguish him from Wally now, um, a bunch of other newbies, um, and then there's the Titans team that's, like, uh, well, they also just all got, like, like, switched around recently, um, when No Justice happened, but there's, like, the Titans team that was, like, uh, Dick and, and Donna and those guys um so there's not there's not really a there's not a a a space to have like also slightly older teen titans (laughs) um (laughs) the in-betweeners the in-betweeners but i just i i just want to know that cassie's like around and kicking um because i i do love her and it is like i don't know i think a lot of this generation all like Connor very notably, um, but a lot of this generation, uh, is definitely falls victim to, like, the, you know, late 90s into 2000s, like, just grim darkening of everything. Um, not, like, not even in, like, like, Cassie's not a grim dark character, but it's just, like, everything gets so heavy. Um, and... Going from, like, Young Justice, where, like, things are sort of, like, you know, there's serious stuff going on, but also, like, they're just kind of being, like, goofy teen friends, and then it's, like, oh, no, people are dying, and everybody has drama, and they're all, like, dealing with these relationship issues, um, it's just, it, it just, it gets exhausting. Reading comics 
in the 2000s is exhausting. And it's exhausting now. Um, and it's also, like, I think visible just, like, looking at, at how much the art goes from, you know, like, we, like, oh, like, you know, like, fun, spunky teen to, you know, like, ooh, sexy young woman. Um, unfortunate. Unfortunate. It's always unfortunate. And unfortunate that, uh, so much of her character ends up being about Connor. Which, again, like, I like the angle of her, like, having this, you know, uh, being more... Even though she, like, she... Most of her, like, early development is in Wonder Woman, the comic, um, a lot of her alliances are, like, more with the Titans than with, like, the Amazons. Um, and I like that angle of it, and I like the sort of you know, again, like, the, the different perspective she brings to it and sort of, like, the insecurity in dealing with, you know, like, this legacy that she's, like, not quite a part of. Um, but I do also, like, so much of Diana's story is about, like, her relationships with other women. Um, not necessarily in a romantic sense, but some of them were definitely romantic. Because um, she's bi. Um, hell yeah. Look it up. I think it was um, by Visibility Day the other day, so, like... Yeah, hell yeah. Everybody look at Wonder Woman. Look at her. <laughs> look at her. She is visible. Also, um, at comics, recognize. Please. Um, acknowledge it. Let her be as bi as she could be. Just the most bisexual. Um, and so obviously, uh, you know, Cassie does have continuously this relationship with her mother, which is, like, super interesting and, like, you know, gets tested a lot, you know, by way of her endangering her life uh, to be a superhero and, you know, her mom occasionally being endangered by that also. Um, but, like, is ultimately, like, super important to her and she still has, you know, she still really looks up to Donna and Diana. Um, but... I oh, I just wish, like, so much, so much of me just, like, reviewing, like, history to, like, talk about this today. It's just, like, and then this about Connor, and then this about Connor, and then this about Connor. I'm like, oh, come on. Let um, her be her own person. Let her, please. Um, but, um, she's great. She's, she's still, she's still really good. She still just is, you know, trying, trying to do her best and is is generally you know a a very positive force who's sometimes a little bit more rash than her uh her older counterparts um but that's fine cuz she's great um i think my favorite um my favorite cassie content is uh in original flavor young justice because it's great for everybody um she's also uh very good in the, uh, the t everybody's good in the original, like, the, the first, like, Jeff Johns Teen Titans of this, like, incarnation of the Teen Titans. Um, she's also, um, she is in the cartoon Young Justice. Um, she, uh, not, I think we talked about this before. She doesn't have a huge role, but she's there. She's very cute. Um, she's voiced by Mae Whitman, which is awesome. 
Um, and hopefully she will continue to be in the new season. I'm assuming she will be, but I don't really know what's going on. Does anybody <laughs> really know what's going on? There's so many teens in this gosh dang cartoon. Just um, how I like it. Chock full of teens. Just, just chock full of teens. They can't, they keep adding more. Um, you, um... We mentioned one comic you read this week. Do you want to talk about that and or have you read uh, any other comics? I did read some other comics. I finally caught up. Well, I say caught up. Caught up to where the trades are with uh, the Batman. Ah, yes. The Batman. Finally, finally my comic book store had them. And I'm like, yes, they're in stock. (laughs) We've done it. (laughs) We did it. They have volume six and also the preludes to the wedding. Oh, blessed be. I can <laughs> read these now. And very good. Um, I also read the last volume of Rebirth Blue Beetle. Ah, um, uh, yes. Which I'm disappointed that it was canceled because there were so many things that they could have done with it. Yeah. And as a whole... Like, if you just kind of look at the three volumes themselves, it's not really that exciting. But But Jaime Good. Jaime Good. I feel like, oh, there's so much more they could have done with this is kind of the the story of Jaime's whole whole comics history. Yeah. Nobody appreciates him like they should. Um, Um, I did... I mentioned it earlier, but I did read Super Sons of Tomorrow, finally. I I have to... I just can't... I'm never gonna get over it. I'm never gonna... I know I talk about it all the time, and I've mentioned this on the podcast, like, a bunch of times, and I've talked to you about it a bunch of times. I think the last time you brought it up, you were like, did you read it yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't been able to find it in my comic book store. And you're like, ugh... <laughs> and it died and I'm like yeah I'll I'll get uh, there I'll I'll do it I promise it's just so like the extent the absolutely absurd and unbelievable extent to which they're like hmm maybe we should be cautious about John. And Damien immediately is like, bye, we live on a submarine now. I'm taking John away. I'm quitting the Teen Titans. We're gonna live on a submarine forever. None of you can touch him. Goodbye. Just, fuck it. We're just gonna drop in swinging and... Yeah. He's like, I can take down every single one of my teammates if I need to. And John's like, uh, dude? <laughs> John's like, they're saying they want to talk. Maybe we should figure this out. And he's like, no. I don't want to talk to them. And, like, they have, like, there's this scene, like, at the end where, like, Clark is literally, like, I'm worried that you two are too attached to each other and it's going to interfere with your judgment. Which is a valid concern based on what Damien literally just did. And their response Um, is just like, we won't let each other get hurt. And it's like, that's not helping, really. It's not helping! You're just making it worse! (laughs) I love them so much! I love bats and Kryptonians! They're always like this every time. 
I mean, and Super Sons of Tomorrow gives you, like, just a little bit of everything and then, like, a lot of John and Damien. Like, <laughs> you've got, bring it back, bring it back to Tim in a second, but you've got, like, Clark being caught by future Tim, and he's like, Batman will stop you. <laughs> I it's have like, absolute faith in him. It's like, ah, yes, I'm stuck in a trap that I can't get out of, but Batman will stop you. And it's like, mm, will he, though? <laughs> will he? Because, like, you're way stronger. <laughs> and he took you down pretty easily. It also has, you did send this to me, um... But I'm so obsessed with that series of panels of Bruce telling Tim how disappointed he is in him for using a gun, and then Tim shoots him with his gun mid-sentence. Right? God, I, it, it really makes me want to go back, to because I haven't been keeping up with the detective comics, so it kind of makes me want to go and read more of the future Tim stuff, because, like... That's such an aesthetic. <laughs> it's uh it's a lot. Future Tim is a lot. Future I um you should read it and then we can talk about it because like uh I find Future Tim like most believable in terms of like any of the bat kids like oh what if they like became Batman but then they were evil. Um because I can like most clearly see how Tim's like sort of whole mindset would lead to him being like, no, it's okay. I know what the best thing to do is. And if anyone thinks that they know what the best thing to do is, they're wrong. It's okay. I'm going to rebrand myself as savior. It's fine. I'm cool now. It's okay. Um, Though, one, bringing it back to Cassie for a quick second. Yes. When future Cassie was there, and then she, like, they left back to their own time, I think Gar says, like, I think I knew the blonde one. And it's like, hey, when, though? When? How? Something might have happened that I'm, like, unaware of. But, like, also, like, Bring hey, Gar, do you know where Cassie is? Yeah, like, Bart, you, where, where is she? Where is she, though? <laughs> Can you tell us, maybe? Um, Did anyways, you read, read comics? Um, I did read comics. Um, two things I do- one thing I feel like I'm obligated to mention, um, is the- the- the Batman- <laughs> the, the Batman Dick situation, not the Dick Grayson situation, the actual Batman's actual penis situation, um- I have thus far avoided this situation, please explain it to me. Okay, so DC is, uh, launching a new, um- a new kind of imprint called uh, DC Black Label, which is, like, kind of a prestige, like, adult comics um, that are going to be, you know, done sort of, like, outside of continuity, obviously, just kind of, like, these, like, very, you know, lofty, graphic novel type comics done by like all of their you know like top uh talents um and uh so the first one came out this past Wednesday uh called Batman Damned um 
written by Brian Azzarello with uh, an art by uh, Lee uh, Bermejo. Um, right? That's Lee. Uh, and uh, it's about uh, the Joker dies and Batman, like, can't remember how it happens. And he's, like, kind of, you know, like, uh, doubting his own sanity and stuff like that. Um, and for, I think, like, maybe two panels, you sort of kind of see his dick. <laughs> um, and there was a huge uproar about it. Um, Scott Snyder got kind of, uh, not mad because he's Scott Snyder and he doesn't really get mad or even frustrated, but he was on Twitter like, ha, guys, I don't really see what the big deal is. Like, I think, you know, the actual comic is more interesting than the fact that Batman's naked in it. Like, it's just sort of, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, he's vulnerable and stuff. I don't get why everyone's making such a big thing out of it. <laughs> it's like, Scott, <laughs> it's the internet, my guy, <laughs> my friend, my wonderful father, Scott Snyder. Of course people are making a big deal out of it. Um, my favorite take did come from Polygon.com's Susanna Polo, who was like, this is barely like Batman nudity. If I wanted to see Batman's dick, there are so many ways I could do it. I think that's the only take I saw on it. And I'm just <laughs> like, something's going on with Batman's dick, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's valid. Um but you so could, there's... you could go anywhere on the internet. You could just Google Batman's dick and you would get enough. You'd... Yeah, you'd have to probably narrow down your search terms more than that because you'd get a lot of pictures of Dick Grayson and I mean that would be great but uh maybe not anymore because they're changing his name I guess uh um anyways that's um that's a whole thing um but if you want to see Batman's penis I guess you can go by that um also uh we'll talk about this more probably next week when it when it's actually out but uh heroes in crisis issue one drops this wednesday i'm very excited and also kind of nervous because i saw a take that said that roy might die in it and i don't want that to happen um i not that tom king hasn't killed characters i love dearly before and i'm still like I'm still here. I'm still like doing the damn thing. Um, but I don't want Roy to die because I love him <laughs> and he's been through so much and I'll be so sad. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll have to wait and see who dies. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, so when this comes out, um, Heroes in Crisis will be dropping, uh, tomorrow if you listen to this, uh, this episode when it's released. Um, so if you want to uh, get on top of what we'll all be buzzing about next week, um, maybe go check that out. I can't say if it's going to be good or bad right now, but um, I have a pin for it, so I hope it's good. Um, speak. Oh, and speaking of next week, um, we can we can mention this now. It'll it'll come up when it happens. Um, for the month of October, we're going to be doing some spooky villain episodes for the spookiest month. 
Um, they're probably so, not going to be that spooky of episodes, though. No, they're not going to be that spooky. Um, but we are going to be thematically talking about um, villains, which we haven't really done besides Slade, who's complicated, and Loki, who's, like, more complicated. Um, so, um, you should, uh, if you want to get in the Halloween spirit, sort of, um, we'll be here. We'll be here for that. Um, and if you want to keep up with, uh, when that's happening and what we're doing, then you can, uh, go right ahead and follow us on social media, like Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and uh, Pinterest and Facebook. You can find all those just on Capes and Japes. Um, you can uh, send us an email at uh, capesandjapes at gmail.com with all of your teen dating stories and or uh, Batman dick anecdotes. Um, you can join our Discord channel um, where sometimes people say things about uh, Teen Titans sense 8 AUs because they want me to die. Um, and uh, you can, uh, if you're really uh, fond of what we do, you could leave us a rating and review and or review on your uh, podcast listening platform. Uh, you could, uh, if you're really, really fond of what we do, you could leave us a tip in our tip jar on our website at uh, capesandjapes.pinecast.co. Um, and uh, if, if you don't want to do those things, that's totally cool. We love you. Um, we appreciate you listening. Um, I did almost say, is it Thursday yet? Again? Again? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Can you believe this? Um, that's not what we say here. Um, but that's fine. Um, we love you. This has been Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy naked Batman. Maybe not. Uh.